Is it? Is it? Hello and welcome to the Layman's Guide to the Multiverse. Dive between the panels and break through the fourth wall. I am your host, Alo, today because I'm starting this episode. And with me today is Matt. Howdy. Ed. Let's go. And Mike. Hello. <laughs> I, all, right. all right. I. I Listen, I'm sorry. I'm dragging. I literally had to drag you guys. What are you apologizing for? I'm hype. Because all right, because I feel like <laughs> I dragged you guys to finally watch this movie to finally understand what I've been fucking going on and on about. As since, since I'm really excited because Thor at, at time of recording, yeah. Thor: Love and Thunder yeah. yep. just came, like is opening night. I'm gonna Whoa. be there tomorrow afternoon. Wait, is it really? It actually comes out today. Yeah, it actually comes out today. Oh, shit. No, no it, kidding. It, it actually comes out today. I am going to be there tomorrow, unfortunately, because I decided to be here with you guys to record tonight instead of going to the movies. What a bummer. It's for the fans. It's for it the is fans. For, it's for the fans. And you're and so hyped over it, you broke our longstanding tradition of bringing us on topic on a pun. <sighs> I, I hate puns. Wow. So it's fine. He hates it's puns. Fine. He hates my bits. It's, it's, it's great. I love it. But <laughs> I'm also... I'm also <laughs> I'm celebrating the fact that I finally got mm -hmm. Ed and Mike to yeah. watch this movie. To well, watch Thor it. Ragnarok. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> you mean Thor the Rainbow Thor? Thor you the Rainbow Thor. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, but you're saying that like you held us at gunpoint. Like, I finally fucking convinced him. I did! I Wait. did! I literally was threatening you guys. I'm like, we're yeah. doing this episode. I need you to watch this fucking movie. To, to Paula's point, that movie did come out in 2017. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. I but feel like I got... To, go ahead, sorry. Ed, um, he, Apollo didn't come to your house and point a gun at you because that's Ooh, happened to mm, me. Like mm, he totally did, and definitely didn't not do that. Mm. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm the only one he pointed the gun at, and I'm getting suspicious. <laughs> Blink twice if you need help. Oh can, God! Can you, can you see anything I'm doing? I can't stop blinking. My eyes are so moisturized. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. I but like, I really do. I, I, I've been talking about how much I love this movie since it came out. Yeah, you, you, for I, the past like 17 years, you've been like, bro, the Rainbow Thor is so good. And I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, I, it's like, well, what's happening? This nice movie to meet you, I'm Ed. absolutely <laughs> took over, took over as like my favorite of the Marvel movies uh, when it came out. Like, I can, I can see that because it's, it's very yeah. much. I, I, I feel like the reason this movie got, I mean, it's it's good. Don't get me wrong, right? Um, but I feel like it gets all the, a lot of the praise that it does because it's so not every other Marvel movie. Like it, it's not Iron Man. Exactly. It's not Iron Man. You're not getting Iron Man in the least in this movie. No, I'm getting a fun, uh, Hulk movie if anything. Well, you do get Iron Man cosplay or Tony Stark cosplay to be fair. Oh, we do get Tony cosplay. Do get Tony, Stark. Yeah. Tony the yeah. Gypsy. It's fine. Yeah. I rewatched, I rewatched it for this episode and also because I'm going to go see it tomorrow. So it's fine. Hell yeah. That's awesome. Um, but I, what I'm really excited about is, uh, so Ed has yeah. taken notes for. Once. Yeah, I was going to ask. How do you do this? Do we want to take us from the top? Like, do we want to like kind of run through the movie itself? Like, how do we want to? Well, since you're more about? organized, Ed, why don't like? Yeah, let's just kind of talk us, about the movie. Yeah, it, give you know? us your take. How did you? Right. What did you think of the movie? 
All right. I'll chime in. Well, I mean, I could just start at the at, at the top of this because, like, uh, and uh, guys, if you want to turn this into a drinking game, I don't care what you drink. But uh, anytime I say I have notes written down here, uh, please. Ooh, drink some water. Stay hydrated. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a good idea. Stay um, safe. So the the start of this movie for me, at least, was was pretty interesting because uh, I was watching this on the same account that Mike was. Uh, so turning this on, uh, I'm this a call out. This yeah, is a call yeah. out. <laughs> so uh, starting this movie, I'm immediately greeted by Carl Urban with guns, and I have that written down here. It's just the first note I have is Carl Urban with guns. <laughs> there is no there is no context for anything. He's just jumping out of a spaceship and yeah. firing two assault rifles. You, you you could have been watching Judge Dredd. Who knows with that description? Right? Exactly. Yeah. Or, uh, or and the then boy, he, alternatively too. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then that's didn't he yeah. name them something silly too? Yes, uh, one was Troy and Troy. That's it. because when you put them together, they destroy. It's fine. I feel like an idiot because the first time I saw that, I'm like, I don't remember. Who, who are the characters Des and Troy in Greek mythology? Troy is a Greek warrior. What, what? Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> like, and he explains it 15 <laughs> seconds later. <laughs> Matt, was, Matt was two in his own head to get to, like, to hear the explanation of the joke. He was just yeah. like, I like, really thought about that. I was like, that's got to be something clever. What could it be? <laughs> Oh, I love that. That makes the joke better. So oh good. God. No, and him being just a, a big fucking goofball, because I've been watching the boys, uh, makes it makes it really hard to just take any of the goofball in this seriously. And obviously you're not supposed to, but it's mm-hmm. just it's a weird flavor, you know what I mean? I mean the shake weight gag is that was pretty good. Is oh, that's, there, that's, that's I think that's the one Carl Carl Urban like gag I laughed at. It. Yeah, otherwise he's just kind of goofy. <laughs> but the the shot back to him with the shake weight, I'm like, that's funny. All right, yeah, that was good. <laughs> uh, so after realizing that uh, I started the movie where where you were currently at, um, me yeah, jump, yeah. So me jumping backwards to the beginning of the movie with uh, the the monologue by uh, by Thor. Uh, turns out the audio was in Japanese. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I have written down here, uh, Rainbow Thor is my favorite anime. Uh, it is true. If you're watching the dub, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, Star, so, Wars, <laughs> <sub revised. laughs> Star Wars vision still haunts us to this day. I changed it to Japanese once to see what that song sounded like in Japanese. <laughs> just because I didn't like the like Joseph Gordon-Levitt singing voice. I'm like, okay, people like that episode. Let me see what the hype was about. And it, it haunts me. Everything is Japanese now. It's, it's, it's like some server in Disney's knows like, hey, that Mike guy, yeah, he's probably a weeb. Default I, Japanese. I don't know why it happens. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so actually getting this movie started, um, the next thing I've got written down here is uh, uh, Sutor is is Clancy Brown, which I think that checks out. He sounded like him. It, it is Clancy Brown. Yes, it yes, is Clancy Brown. That was just like Luther playing Black Luther on fire. It's fine. Which was great. I love. Uh, I can't even say that they like telegraph the ending because it's definitely like a hard callback. But they like they they tell you how the movie's going to end pretty early. Yeah, I mean it's it's the name of the movie. Yeah, I'm not mad at it. Yeah, that entire scene was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, just just Thor just jobbing out a bunch of guys. Good times. Yeah, but I, I, I did also- get annoyed at the beginning. Really? Just because the well, the it's like a classic Marvel quippiness. Like they kind of moved away from it, as far as I can tell. But like. The big evil speech and then Thor just kind of like drifting, like turning around in circles, interrupting the speech. I'm like, all right, I get it. Just let, yeah. him, let him do the speech. I think but it the, was- I, the reason for that is likely because Taika wanted to get us away from yeah. 
the seriousness of the last two movies. Because Thor the Dark Thor obviously took itself way too seriously. I haven't I seen it, but that's what I hear. Uh, I, I don't know. It was still, it still, it felt very Marvel quippy to me. Like it, it, it didn't land, and I was just more annoyed than than laughing. Most of, most, most of the other jokes worked, but that one, I'm just like, really, you start like this? Come on. Yeah, and I, I, and I, I guess to compound your point, Mike, I feel like some of it did work, but like it felt, it was okay. So it was definitely quippy, right? It was definitely like that, that, that Marvel quippiness we've been getting. But yeah. it isn't it isn't the Joss Whedon quippy we've been getting. It's very much oh, yeah. like it's very Taika Watiti quippy, which was a little refreshing. But I was I think that was one of the things I didn't like about the movie that it's it's still like we're still <laughs> finger guns. You know what I mean? Like every everyone, everyone just has something to say all the time. That, that is that is. Yeah, that is true. But I feel like I feel like like the since because comic movies are goofy. They're so goofy mm-hmm. and comics in general are goofy. Like let, oh, yeah. let the, let the bad guy finish his like cheesy speech. Don't like interrupting him is just kind of pointing out how cheesy everything is. Like it's yeah. not helping your case. Well, just kind of revel in it. That's fair. Yeah. I can, I, I, I can I, see that. I do appreciate Thor just like fucking jabroniing the shit out of this guy though. Oh um, yeah. The fight was cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, even so him just like jabroniing him while he's all tied up and stuff. And then he's like, all right, well now I'm not, now I'm beating the brakes off all your friends. And he just like lays the smackdown on him, sends him to Dick kick city and like takes his, yeah. but like, yeah. the, <laughs> I don't know. I, I really liked, like that was a lot of fun seeing Thor cut loose just like, and beat down just a bunch of dudes like uh dynasty warrior style. Like he was definitely in, in like a Muso and just like, you know, took everybody out. Um, him then running away from like the giant dragon with uh, two Led Zeppelin's immigrant song. Mm-hmm. I feel like that imagery, like that fight scene and that chase and all that was everything something like heavy metal would have wanted to do in modern times. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair. So yeah, I really, I, so. I really dug that because that, that's something that like that, that whole like space Viking kind of thing isn't really a, like an aesthetic you get anymore. So seeing that on a on a big screen was pretty cool. Yeah, I, I don't know about you guys. No, I, I agree. I like that whole beginning chase sequence. Like the I, only I, thing I didn't like about the beginning was just the interrupting, the unearnestness, at least in my eyes. Yeah. It's just like, I feel like I mean, Thor was very earnest in his just like shit talking to the big oh, Yeah, his shit talking, but like the interrupting and the spinning. I, I know I'm I'm harping on that point, but no, like it's that's fine. yeah, yeah. yeah. Thor, Thor being a beautiful blonde pinata is kind of annoying. <laughs> I, I honestly that scene kind of redeemed uh, immigrant song for me because that song's been beaten to death so much. <laughs> I mean maybe, but like Come on. When was the last time was you, cool. you, you saw oh, something cool. like that in a, in a scene like that? Because I, I agree. It's like, oh, like you, you got Disney money and you spent it on the big expensive song, on the big, big expensive band. You know what I mean? It's, it's, nah. I'm just, that's, I'm, but they no, did that's what that. I'm saying. They did they it did good. That. They did it good. I, I, yeah, I really I, enjoyed it. It felt right. It felt, it felt like a good song for that. Totally. Um, so I guess jumping into the next couple scenes, uh, the next, the next thing I have written down here is just in quotes, my stuff. Um, <laughs> 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 that's that's the that's the the freaking what that's the carl urban scene yeah with the with the shake weight and his <laughs> the guns, shake weight and, his guns yeah. and the yes, giant head, yeah, the giant fucking uh dragon head uh <laughs> you know we get that whole scene with um or i guess directly after that you know they've got the i guess the the ending of of thor the dark thor in play form yeah, yeah, that's exactly what that was. Yes, yes. Yeah. That, I I have to admit, when I saw that in theaters, I just go, is that Matt Damon? I like, how was, loud. That was great. <laughs> I love it. You know, you know honestly, I, yeah, you just have to watch that part, and you've seen Thor the Dark Thor. Like, no, that's, that's exactly, that, that, yeah. and that's, I feel like, the joke for that 
<laughs> and how it meta contextualized that is that li- that scene is literally the end of Thor the Dark Thor, just told from Loki's perspective. I like to imagine that since Thor has been to Earth, he probably saw a couple Earth movies and actually got the actual Matt Damon. Like that's not Matt Damon playing a character that is playing Loki. That is actually Matt Damon from Earth. <laughs> As Loki, I don't so, know. I just, like, I, yeah. So they have, so they have just for just for the sake of, of mentioning it, it's um Liam Hemsworth is playing fake Thor. Oh, is he? That's him. Yeah, that's his brother. Funny. Yeah, that's Chris Hemsworth's brother playing. That's it. hilarious. It's Matt Damon playing Loki. Um, and Which I don't know if you noticed. Also that's, funny. That's the guy from Jurassic Park playing yeah. fucking Odin. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, what's his name? Sam Neil, I think his Sam name. Sam Neil, I think. Yeah. His yeah. Name. <laughs> I can't remember. So I feel like Matt Damon playing Loki is like, uh, was he Loki in Dogma or was that um, Ben Affleck? I think he was Loki oh, in Dogma. Because that's think... even funnier if that's the case. Oh, that's uh, pretty good. Let me do a quick Google. Uh, he does play, he does play he Loki in Dogma. Dogma. Oh, my God. oh, that's He's a good sick. joke. <laughs> Layers. That's, that's a good, good joke. That's good. <laughs> I, uh, for me, a lot of the stuff of, that makes this so funny is like the little details that you catch on like second watch. So like in the scene where 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 you know they finally reveal that Loki has been Thor. I'm sorry, Loki has been Odin this whole time. Yeah. Just the look of disdain from the actors and Sam Neill just pulling his eye patch off. <laughs> <laughs> Like I don't know, all of those moments are strike me as even funnier. The set, like the fifth, sixth, seventh time I've watched this movie. I'm pretty sure if you watch it, another like time or two, you're gonna get a free bubble tea at the end. I, I've admitted I've seen you, this movie quite a bit. That's yeah, you got to stamp your card. They do. I know. Bring your bring your Thor card to the theater. They might they might let you see uh, Love and Thunder for th- for free. <sighs> I already paid for the tickets. Unfortunately, it's fine. Maybe they'll refund the tickets and give you a bubble tea. Ooh, I, d- I, I doubt that. Maybe they'll just oh. give you bubble tea. Maybe they'll give you bubble tea. Rainbow right? Thor gives you bubble tea. Ooh, no, Love and Thunder gives you bubble tea. Oh, bubble. Oh. Ooh. Continue with your notes, Ed. Okay, so, <laughs> speak- okay. so speaking of bubble tea, and uh, this is actually kind of ironic here because I literally, yeah. have, I literally have written down uh, bubble tea. Crystal Man sounds like he's doing a head Doctor House impression while wearing a Doctor Strange cosplay. Mm. Um, <laughs> Yeah, the scene with Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, Doctor his Strange. fucking American accent is garbage. <laughs> He's called Doctor Strange, not Doctor Normal Accent, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, his American accent's better than Daniel Radcliffe's uh, American accent in uh, Guns Akimbo. Hey, get out of here! His accent was perfect. <laughs> I'm not even sure if Daniel Radcliffe was even acting for real in that movie. <laughs> I I think Probably he was under constant movie. stress. Yeah, that movie was ridiculous, and I loved it. Oh, I, oh, it was so good. Chef's kiss. <laughs> You've seen Guns fact, Akimbo, do yourself a favor. Fun fact about Daniel Radcliffe: people are starting to say that he should play Wolverine in the uh, when when they cast the MCU Wolverine. All right, cool. I'm down for it. Fuck it, um, let's yeah. go. It feels yeah. weird, but like, yeah, yeah, okay, that's fine. That's fine. You see, you see how ripped he was in the Weird Al trailer. <laughs> I did not like, like weirdly. Okay. He's like weirdly ripped. I'm like, okay, this movie's a parody, and that's great. Because why not make a weird out biopic that's also a parody? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, going off that churro, they put like zero effort to making him look at all like weird out. <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> but he kind of does if you like you like squint and he's far away. Like, yeah, I, have, I haven't seen that trailer yet. I should probably. Oh, do you that. should. Yeah, you check it out. Do that. 
should probably. All right, continue, Ed, please. Uh, I mean, so <laughs> the, the next thing here I have is just hell is unhinged because when she shows up, she just looks like she's losing her mind. Yeah. Um, so what's even funnier is uh, directly after that, uh, the this, this is quoting the love of my life here. Uh, she, she looks like she should be part of the Matrix and not like Neo and Trinity running around, but the actual text from the Matrix. Oh, there you go. Yeah, That's I, re- fair. I, I really liked her menorah headdress. I think that was really cool. <laughs> I was going to have that I mean, written that down. Is, that is, that is comic yeah. <laughs> On the plus side, that is a comic accurate headdress, though. Like, I'm yeah, no, it's great. They made it work. They, they made it work. Also, Kate Blanchett, immortal. Like, this woman doesn't age. Yeah, it's, it's eerie. It, it it is really eerie, um, but she was speaking, great. Yeah, I mean, she was she was all right. I feel like we didn't really get enough of some of these characters in this movie. But speaking of characters, we don't get enough of. Uh, immediately mm. after that, I have. I'm sad we don't get Horse Thor, uh, and this is right after she jabronies Thor, who's just like, "Oh, your hammer? Yeah, it's fucking gone. Fuck you." Yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. She jabronies him, uh, and then immediately after that, I have uh, Hella jobs out the Warriors three because yes, she does. <laughs> Yeah. And everyone talks about that too. Everyone's like, "Wow, the disrespect yeah. on the poor Warriors three. Yeah. Shuck them up. up. Yeah, shows up, kills the three of them because I guess we got to get her over because her blowing up Mjolnir wasn't enough. Uh, I mean, like she, <laughs> she's, she's literally Asgard, right. She's literally chewing the scenery. Like she, <laughs> she, she chewed through the Rainbow Bridge and Thor fell through it, and so did Loki. Like she's like, yeah, yeah she not, nothing is safe in in Hela's wake. No, not at all. Um, her superpower is knives. It no. is. It's, I actually that's that's a, that's a note I have later on here. Uh, I, I have I love that her superpower is infinite knives. Yeah. <laughs> Which like if you're gonna kill people, infinite knives is a good is a good superpower. Yeah, it's a lot of knives. We don't know if it's infinite. She might run out eventually, but no one ever <laughs> lives long enough to find does she out. She not like does she have to go to the knife store and get more? Is there yeah. just not enough cutlery in the knife dimension? Like. Yeah, the the prequel to this is just her at like a knife emporium, just buying it's a bunch her, of knives. It's her <laughs> restaurant depot, just like, yeah. It's like, well, I'm, I'm banished from Asgard. Might as well go to Knives R Us and just stock ah. up. Thanks, Jeffrey. Yeah. <laughs> um, so speaking of the uh, the the Bifrost getting destroyed, I've got here uh, Thor gets transported to the Wall E Trash Planet, uh, compl- completing the Disney Extended Universe. Because <laughs> <laughs> where's the lie? I mean, yeah. They, when well, yeah, the arrival to Sakar absolutely is the Wally Trash Planet, but which like, was Earth the whole time. But let's be honest, we have uh, not had a Marvel movie that actually looks the way that this movie has looked, though. I do really love like the entire aesthetic and like the vibe of this movie. Hmm. Um. I mean, e- even the soundtrack is interesting enough. It's all eighty synth for the most part. I mean, I wouldn't even say it's I, I, it's that like retro 80s synth. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. right. It okay, is that, very synthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, I do have something to say about that. I, I have something written down for that too. Um, oh, but not yet because the next thing I have here is just Tessa Thompson because like she's great in this movie. She's fantastic. Yeah, she's fantastic in this movie. And yeah. I, I, I something that that was brought up to me. Uh, the love of my life as we're watching this is just like, you know, I don't know if Tessa Thompson's a, like a good actor, but she's awesome. It, it's one of those things that it's like she's just. She just is in every movie. It's like if you need a Tessa Thompson type, just hire her. She's great. Ironically enough, it has been said that she and Chris Hemsworth, who have so much chemistry in this movie, are not good in Men in Black together. Oh, oh shit. Oh, sure. They are both in that movie, aren't yes, they? Yes, they are both in that movie. And that movie was apparently terrible. It was like in and out of theaters in a weekend, I feel. Oh, no. 
Men in Black International. Yeah, apparently it is not good. The director matters, I guess. I want to blame the uh, the movie itself, not those two. You know. I mean, like I said, part of the, the one of the other reasons that I feel like I enjoy this movie so much is everyone, and I've said it multiple times, everyone who made this movie just looks like they're having so, so much, much fun. fun. Yeah. Yes, it, they are. They are literally just like you described, Kate Blanchett unhinged. Mm-hmm. They're all unhinged in this movie. They all oh, yeah. Jeff, Gold, Jeff Goldblum. I have yeah. I, I have, I I have notes about him too. Um, but like I was gonna say, if everyone looking like they're having fun, even just the way like uh, after or, like as Tess is getting out of um, the giant mech that she's in, just the way that she kind of drunkenly like stumbles forward and has that look on her face, like you're not sure if she's gonna like fuck eat or kill Thor, um, <laughs> and then falls. Yeah. <laughs> like this, and then she gets up with the same look on her face. I'm like, no, nah, <laughs> no, nah, this is great. Give me more of this. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, speaking of great. speaking of of unhinged uh, Kate Blanchett, uh, again, this is a direct quote. Uh, she looks like she took off the Batman's cowl, and Robert Pattinson wasn't underneath. Because <laughs> 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 where's the lie in that? Like, just the I, I don't want to be like when she doesn't have her menorah headdress. It looks like she's got just like the 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 eyeshadow that. Uh, uh, but she Robert does Pattinson's though. Batman. She absolutely does though. She does. But for yeah, this yeah, movie, yeah. it works. She's just very tired. <laughs> She's going to take a nap. She's <laughs> a little nap. It's like very so, dark okay. circles. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. So I don't know if you noticed this, and I'm only calling this into continuity because I, I, I have seen this movie way too many times for my own sake. Um, remember, she's banished from Asgard. The whole reason that she was banished from Asgard is because she gets her powers from being on Asgard. So when she comes out, she looks all fucked up and like unhinged and kind of crazy looking because she she's been away from Asgard for so long. As you do. As, uh, and, yeah. yeah. And so as a result, like you notice like her her costumes all ripped, her hair is all fucked up. And the longer that she spends on Asgard, the better her like costume kind of reappears, the better her like her her powers get, the better her hair gets. Yeah, that's she's, lit- she's that's literally fair. homesick. Yeah, she's literally, and she's getting stronger as she's on Asgard. Ooh, that is actually a really good way to put that. Mm. Sorry, I just needed to point that out. No, like, no, that's no. Just my, not, my, that's my, that's, those are my continuity notes, as I, as I recall them, from watching the movie too many times <laughs> and overanalyzing it way too many times. It's fine. Continue, please. Well, speaking, of, speaking of, of, of overanalyzation, uh, I just have written down here Willy Wonka music, because that's literally what was playing. As, that, as that's Thor exactly was, what uh, it is. was going yeah. to meet Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Um, and then I have here, uh, J- Jeff Goldblum just keeps jabroniing Thor, um, <laughs> <laughs> which like, I feel like that's why Thor got that real big scene in the beginning where he's just like, he's just shitting all over, uh, 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 what's his name? Surger. Uh, yeah. 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 He, he's just making him look like an absolute fucking doofus. <laughs> Cause he's just going to get jobbed out the rest of the movie. Like everybody is just shitting on Thor the rest of the time here. But like, what do you do? When like Thor is this super serious, fucking boring ass character t- for two movies, exactly. Make him a goofball himbo. Exactly. That's I mean, what he, he is he, at this point. He kind of he kind of was that in the first one, but like just the, the first one was less. Yeah, and less developed for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like he was a goofball himbo for that one scene when when they were in the bar. Yes. He's like, this is ale. Get me more. Like because for, he's, supposed be, he's, a, he's supposed to be. He's supposed to be. 
out of place. Like you're supposed to feel like he's out of place on Earth. Like he's like a fish he out of water, but yeah, it's he's just a fish bad. out of water. But it's not well done. It's not no. well done. Fish out of water. No, it's not. Unlike in this movie where he's fish out of water, but he's it's done right. I he's more like he's say. more like fish in boiling water, and yeah. he's yeah. jumping from boiling pot to boiling pot. Like. <laughs> I was going to say speak. Or I was going to say, uh, like, unlike this movie, uh, unlike Iron Fist, where that also didn't do a good job. <laughs> still bums me out. Still bums me out. Uh, and the yeah. next couple of notes I have here. Uh, so Taika's the wa- is the rock dude uh, right underneath yep. that is going to be uh, uh, Hella's shitty CG cape, and her swinging that hammer looks bad, and so does that fire. And uh, our neighbor started their outside vacuuming hobby again. <laughs> you got you got to vacuum the outside. There's so much yeah. dirt out there. Yeah, I mean that's one of those things that has nothing to do with the movie, but that's just the thing our neighbor does every once in a while. It's like every other day, I feel like we just hear like an industrial fan going off, which I I guess uh. our neighbor's vacuuming again. Which do you ever really need to vacuum that much? Or they're into crypto and they're just like they have a lot of fans going. Huh? Oh my God, yeah. that actually. That. That actually makes a lot more sense. Okay, I'm sorry for revealing a truth if that right. is true. It's like, did you guys? So I have a question. Did you notice I, I, the rock paper scissors back. joke? Um, so I know that he's a rock guy, and he mentioned something about scissors. Where was the it's paper? Meek. Meek. Okay. Mike. He is. He is a. He's a rock guy. Uh, his best friend Meek is made of scissors. Uh, not to do any spoilers, but he dies getting crushed by by Korg during well, the last fight. He does. He does. That, um, that, that I got. But what they don't, what you don't realize is, it's, it'll make your life. The it's, revolution, the revolution that he tried to start, that caused this whole problem to be put onto the grandmaster's thing, is because he tried to, he didn't print out enough pamphlets for his resolution for his revolution. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh shit. Ah, <laughs> uh, that yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, paper. Yeah. Paper does beat rock. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just. No, no, because I, so I knew. They were going for that. I was just like, where's the paper joke? And I guess didn't realize they made it already. Yeah, pamphlets, great. pamphlets. Yeah. You, you, great. See, you see, now back to me overanalyzing everything, looking for jokes where there aren't any. I went off the fact that his name is Korg and there's the headphone brand, Korg. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, what? they're my favorite headphone brand. Yeah, like, Korg. Okay. Look at looking for that brand integration humor, and I'm here for it. Yeah, In a movie that the, has uh, no headphones. No, you don't know they, that. Yeah, they make they make synthesizers and stuff like that. Yeah, they're they're a uh, like a musical instrument company, and they also do like a lot of uh, digital an- uh, analog stuff. Speaking of music uh, and instruments and things, I just have here the music really fits the vibe, but also Jeff Goldblum keeps playing. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum keeps playing this one song. Yes, he does. Like. I don't know who they got. Or I don't. I should say I don't. Rem- I don't remember who they got for the music for this because I I did watch the credits later, right? Um, but even if the the music of this movie fits the vibe, it really feels like every song in this movie is just the one song that Jeff Goldblum plays when like the you <laughs> when, when you first meet uh, the the collector. I forget what his name is. The Grandmaster. 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 Thank you. Um, yeah. So that one song that he's playing on synth when when you first meet him. Yeah. I feel like every other song in this movie is just that. Uh, the guy who did the soundtrack was Mark Mothersborg. Mothersbog. Mothersbog. I don't know. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna write one song, I guess, or if you're gonna play just one song, I guess, write a really good one, right? Yeah, I mean, why if you've mastered it, like other songs aren't gonna sound as good because you've mastered that one. 
Yeah, that's I fair. mean, he is he is yeah. the grandmaster and he runs the whole show. So, like, obviously, they're just going to keep playing that same song because that's his song. He likes I, it. Yeah, I think that, that checks out. That actually makes a lot of sense, though. I mean, yeah. that is also his birthday song at the that oh, is his birthday song. I, I actually have that written down later. It's just my birthday. <laughs> it's my birthday. It's my birthday. Okay. I mean, fine. you know, like, think about it. Like, you know, if you're if you're a professional wrestler, you know, if you got a good intro song, you don't change it. You, yeah. Fair. If it ain't broke. I mean, maybe at some point change it up, you know, because maybe maybe things are just getting a little stale. He's the grandmaster. You can't get stale when you're the grandmaster. That checks out. Yeah. And continue, please. I don't know. Uh, are we going to get through all of your notes? Probably. I, I, yeah. dude, I, I, have, I have notes written for this on this entire movie. Like, so the next thing I have here is just uh, the Thor and Hulk fight should have been bigger. But then right underneath it is Hulk is auto-tuned. And right underneath that is baby arms. Yeah. <laughs> baby arms. So, Mark I mean, Ruffalo, classic baby armed actor. <laughs> well, he, he yells baby arms at Thor. Right. Baby arms right, right, right. I thought it was ridiculous. But am I the only one that picked up that, like, every time Hulk starts yelling, there's just this weird, like, like he's yelling in scale? Like, it sounded like he was auto tuned. Is it just I, me? I remember you, we were discussing the part that you mentioned that at, and I actually looked for it, which was the part where he's trying to stop himself from turning back into Banner. Yeah, and he's like, he's kind of yelling, like, like the, the couple of sentences but, he's saying at Thor sounded kind of wishy. That, for that part, it makes sense because I think he's fighting with Banner to keep control of the body. Yes, and that that point it would make sense. But even before that, when they were having like a conversation in Thor's like quarters, he still sounded like he was auto tuned. I like don't he, know, dude. I he sa- he sounded it. like Cher in Believe. Like I, I'd have to listen to it again because I didn't I didn't pick up. I, on I, it. I didn't I didn't catch up on it either. And maybe I'm just losing my mind, which is it's very possible. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah I, I so yeah, the, the the whole like Banner Hulk thing. Or actually, let, let me go back a little bit. Go that back. Hulk Thor fight, I feel like should have been bigger because it didn't feel super. Like it didn't. Here you have two guys that like if you set one of them loose on Earth and they just let loose, should destroy the planet, right? Mm. And now you've got two of them in, in a confined space, and like yeah, okay, so they're they're not gonna, they're obviously not going to blow the planet up, but the, the two of them training <laughs> blows, but it like. It just felt too small for these two, like, literal godlike characters. I mean, they also, you got to remember, the whole premise of that was, like, Thor doesn't want to fight him. Yeah, but, I, I mean, at first he doesn't want to fight him, and he's like, fuck it, I guess I have to. Yeah. Fair. Fair. But I guess I also think the premise of that whole fight was Thor still figuring out, like, remember, at this point, he's, he's lost his hammer. And he keeps bringing that up throughout most of the movie. The fact that he lost his hammer, his hammer is gone. That hammer is an integral part of his relationship. He has a very deep and intimate relationship with his hammer, as Quark points out. He does. um, About it. You know, it used to pull him off and he'd fly on it. So. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. He totally totally got pulled off. I I don't know if you also caught his uh, his uh, what we do, the shadows joke. Yeah. About the 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 wooden state, the three, the fork. Mm -hmm. That would yes. only work on vampires that were huddled in the corner. You want to kill three vampires? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's good. Um, <laughs> but like that—that's a whole thing with that. The whole point of that part is Thor is trying to figure out what the hell he is without his hammer. Oh yeah. So 
it makes sense that you don't have a fight that's that big as a result of that. Makes sense. I mean, but he's still, even without the, um, the hammer, he still is like super strong and super durable. Yep. He's a God. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm getting at is like, even without the hammer, I feel like this should have been a bigger knockdown drag out fight. But really, I mean, I just want a big dumb superhero fight between the two of them. If, if, if like, you're going to throw the two of them in, into a fight, you, you know want, I mean? you want more of Zod <laughs> versus, uh, versus Superman. I want more of Zod versus Superman without, uh, Zod murder. It's yeah. you got to murder Zod. I mean, always every time. I, I mean, yeah. Cause like, <laughs> yeah. Cause he's going to kill everybody if you don't. Yeah. Um, they're, 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 especially in that situation, there is no subduing that guy, but like, you know what I mean when I say that? No, I get you. I get you. You got to murder Hulk every time. Oh, yeah. No, you got to. You... <laughs> Technically, <laughs> Superman did kill Bone Hulk. There you go. Yeah, they were like, hey, who kills Superman? Let's pull oh, something yeah, out of our asses. That is what, like, what what's his name? Doomsday is supposed to be. It's supposed it's to be Bone Hulk. Hulk. Yeah. Yeah, Doom, Doomsday is just Bone Hulk. Yeah. Hulk with bones outside, that's inside. Fair, that's fair. Too 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 <laughs> much like Superman wears his underwear on the outside. Uh, Doomsday wears his bones on the outside. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> a fashion choice, right? How poetic, the parallels. All right, oh. moving moving past the fight between Hulk and Thor. Uh, so I have the Hulk and Banner transformation is equal parts cool and terrible. Uh, and then right under that is Banner's just kvetching. What's the word I'm looking for here? Helping? Kvetching. Thank you. Kvetching. That's, what I'm, looking, that's yeah. what I'm looking for. Like What? He just gets super neurotic after he like wakes up from being... Or, I'm sorry, not immediately after. He's having uh, he 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 cosplays as Tony Stark, right? Because he, he he takes Tony's clothes, and he's just like getting super neurotic. That's because he's been Hulk for so many years. I can't imagine what that that does. I don't even know what being the Hulk is like, right? Like, well, he just he described it like he he says in the movie at one point. Um, yeah, normally in, in it feels like yeah. Normally it feels like you know they each have a hand on the wheel. But this time it felt like Hulk was driving and Banner was in the trunk the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of suffocating there. A little yeah. Bit. Yeah. So like imagine being put in a, in a trunk of a car for two years and being stuck there, just watching everything happen around you. No, thank well, you. Was he watching? Because like, I mean, when he woke that, up, he was kind of just like, what the fuck happened? I, I guess he wasn't watching. So like, oh, my God, like I've just found out I've been the fucking Hulk for two years. Yeah, there's a big yeah because he had to watch the the plane crash. Like he watched the ship's logs of him. Like holy shit, that's what happened to me. What the right? He he didn't even realize he lost two years. Yeah, sun, sun's going down. Yeah, sun's going real low. Yeah, he was really he was really concerned about Ultron, and and the movie's like, no, don't we don't th- we don't talk about Ultron. Don't think about that. <laughs> <laughs> he was really concerned about Ultron. He's the only one that was concerned about Ultron. Yeah, I was. Like, we moved past it. We don't don't talk about it. I like that they had to bring it up at least. <laughs> Shows continuity, man. That's the point. I I love that we got. Uh, speaking of continuity, uh, that we get like fake Infinity Gauntlet, um, and we get uh, Loki doing doing a double take at the uh, Cosmic Cube later. Yeah, I think I think that's a tie into the Loki TV series, if I'm not mistaken, right? No, he takes he takes the Infinity Cube. That's how yeah. he has it at the beginning of uh, of Endgame. Right, 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 right. Yeah, and and that lead, yeah, and he uses it in Endgame and Loki TV show, essentially. Yeah. So basically, yeah. so basically, all right. So that whole scene was meant to set up the fact that the the Infinity Cube is back, like the that stone is back on Asgard. So at the end of the movie, when Loki goes to 
start the start Ragnarok, basically, he grabs it and leaves with it. So he's got it with him, and that's why Thanos attacks the Asgardian ship. Uh, at the beginning of Endgame. Ed, have you not you haven't seen Endgame, right? No, no, I haven't. Okay, unfortunately. Got it, got oh, it. you haven't seen Endgame. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, so so oh, I also cool. I I from from what I from what I'm being told is uh the end of Ragnarok is very interesting because the immediate like the first scene of, of uh Infinity War is the end of Ragnarok. Oh right, Infinity War, not Endgame. I'm sorry. I always mix them up. Yeah, yes. Infinity War actually, yeah, watching Ragnarok, Infinity War is kind of a bummer. It kind of undoes a lot of what Ragnarok did. I'm like, oh, okay. Right, like Great. the whole character development with Loki? Yeah. And and just how it starts. It's like Ragnarok, uh, that, like this is kind of spoilers for, like this is later in the movie, but like Asgard is in a place, it's a people. And then Infinity War starts, it's like, well, yeah, well, fuck Asgard then, okay? <laughs> <laughs> fuck Asgard, fuck its people. Well, no, that's what that's what I'm saying. Like, because Thanos comes in and fucks up the people of Asgard just so he fucks Asgard. So, like, <laughs> I'm like, wow, it, that, that's a bummer. Oh, okay. Well, right. I mean, we know, we know, we know. A lot of the survivors from that end up um, moving to that that one spot in Denmark that they show that that uh, Odin dies at. Right, right, yeah, because that's oh, where that's, that's where Thor is in Endgame playing Fortnite with Korg and all that, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So that that's essentially where they were like Valkyrie and Valkyrie. Again, spoilers. She survives all of that. And she's king of Asgard on on Earth. Checks out. Hey, so, you got it. You got to nominate Tessa Thompson. Hell yeah. 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 So continue, Ed. Where, where are we? Where are we on your notes? Where I know we've we? like jumped um, ahead. No, 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 it's fine. Uh, so it, on, on my notes here, I just have everyone is having fun. Uh, Thor and Loki use Fallout 2 guns to escape. It's my birthday. Uh, and, uh, I, and then uh, the note I was talking about earlier, uh, I love that Hela's superpower is just infinite knives. So many knives. Um, and they get um, objectively bigger as the movie goes on, too. Yeah, she had the ocean knife that, like, skewered the show. No, she totally had ocean knife. And yeah. speaking, okay, so speaking of ocean knife, uh, because it, it, it skewers the ship, uh, the next thing I have here is just Carl Urban recreates the Doom box art and then gets jobbed hard. <laughs> Yeah. So that scene is actually supposed to be a scene from one of the comics where Scourge, the character that he's playing, Scourge, dies. Wow. Does, does he die in the scene? I don't even remember. I believe in the comic scene he does. In the in the movie he does as well. Yeah, because like it was his noble sacrifice, right? He 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 broke the the ocean knife and like he shot a bunch of the skeletons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so it's, it's yeah. him. It's him repenting. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think I've mentioned Idris, Idris Elba once, and I apologize, because, like, him as Heimdall in this movie, it's pretty good. It's excellent. He he brings that nobility to the role. I like, anytime Heimdall's on screen, screen it's like, yeah, he's going to fuck he's, shit up. Which, which, which makes me sad, because basically he dies in right after, in the next movie, in, in Endgame. I'm sorry, not Infinity in, in Infinity War. In Infinity War. Spoilers, but yeah, that's what that's why I'm saying Infinity War. After seeing this movie, like Infinity War is kind of sad, yo. I don't know. <laughs> Makes me a little sad. Yeah. Did like I don't know Kevin Feige and the rest of the guys actually watch this movie? Like, yeah, they well, did. Yeah, they did. They just oh, wanted. They, they just wanted it to hit harder because, like, oh, everyone loved Ragnarok. Okay, we know how to start Infinity War. Oh, yeah, just, oh, the the first, huge, a huge gut punch. 
What yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, it totally hits you that much harder at the beginning of that. And if you stay for the end credit scenes, um, that end credit scene is basically like literally the f- next scene in Infinity War. Cool. Yeah, so the- something like that actually makes me want to go check that out now. I mean, you yeah, should. Yeah, the movies are fun. Uh, like, I, I skipped a lot of the in-between movies, but I watched Infinity War and Endgame. And I'm glad it came back to Ragnarok. Ragnarok was a lot of fun. Well, because, and, and I will say this, so I, I feel like more of Thor's story is told in this movie than in, like, the first two. Um, yeah, well, I, I actually saw both of those movies, but that was that was pre, I think I got... That was before the pre-burnout of the Marvel movies. Pre-burnout, yeah, I think that was, that was pre-Ultron. Yeah. Ultron was the and the pre-Civil War. Civil War is the last one I really watched in theaters. Like I was watching all of them up to Civil War. And after Civil War, I'm like, I'm I'm just kind of all right. I'll watch the yep. big ones. I'm fine. Yeah, that that's that's definitely where I was. And even so, even watching Civil War felt like a slog to me. Yeah. Um, it was like this isn't yeah, it's okay. It's all like right. every everyone just going, Oh my god, this airport fight scene. And I'm like, oh my god, everyone is like everyone they had to dub over everybody's voices because everybody's wearing every everyone is just a cg man yeah and it's it was literally i i think we brought this up before but it's literally like like someone smashing two like uh superhero figures together like like toys because like if you think about that fight like like hawkeye's on one side running with the rest of the group hawkeye (laughs) shouldn't be running towards anyone of like (laughs) of power he stands back and shoots arrows like why are you running why is Hawkeye <laughs> fighting Black Panther like in melee range? Yeah, I it's like I don't know. get away from everyone, Hawkeye. You have strength. It's not close combat. <laughs> so tell me, Hawkeye, if you saw all your friends running towards the bad guys, would you run in there with them? Apparently, apparently, yes. yeah, it's a hundred percent yes. But yeah, I, I absolutely love like the the concept of getting all your action figures together and smashing them together for that fight. Man, the little kid of me fucking loves that shit. It's great, but like, make it. It's a movie. Make it look make it like it, make it look interesting because that yeah. that scene is very, very gray. The very fact gray. that it's backdrop on an airport kind of bothers me. Yeah. yeah, like, but you can make it interesting. But just like everything seemed very flat to me. Like there was no, like all the shots were nothing stood out. It was just all very like here's a here's a shot of them doing something and don't go to another shot of them doing something else and. Unlike There's Ragnarok, a... where every scene felt like it was popping with color. And I was just yeah. going to say that. that like, yeah. I'm glad I'm not the only one that thought that that fight scene felt flat and like felt a little like saturated. And especially with everybody not being a voice actor, having to try to emote through their voice only mm-hmm. made it even worse. Yeah. But like even the worst scenes in Ragnarok, I can at least go at least at least hey, this is like the colors popping all over the place. That's crazy. Um, but at least everyone looks like they're having fun. Yeah, that that first that first fight scene with uh with Thor and the the fire guy. What was his name? Surter. Yeah, like him throwing him throwing the hammer, and then like the camera following the hammer with yeah. still like Thor in the background punching people like that. Yeah, there was a lot to look at in that scene. Like it was interesting. It was cool. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Which I think is more a testament to Taika's ability as a filmmaker, as opposed Absolutely. to like, just, just you know storytelling. The Russos, whatever yeah. their names are, yeah. Well, I mean, I, so Taika, Taika, and I think that's what, uh, so I don't know if you guys have heard, so apparently Love and Thunder is not getting the same level of reviews as Ragnarok did. Uh, okay. I've, I've literally, so I've seen uh, one early reviewer had said that 
the movie is as tone deaf as Batman and Robin. Tone deaf. Wait, as bat. Wait, wait. The movie Batman oh. and Robin, the cinema classic, perfect <laughs> films, Batman and Robin. <laughs> Monkey work is all I'm going to say to sum I, up that movie. I, I don't know. Like it has. It's like the opposite of tone deaf. It's like overloaded on tones. It's like it too has, many tones. Well, that's it's, Ragnarok though. But no, Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin. Oh, yeah. Batman and Robin. Oh, yeah. like, so like they're, that. They're yeah. they're comparing because um, like so they're taking like the tone uh, that was Ragnarok. That's this, this colorful, fun thing, and they're saying that like it's as it's it's as tone deaf as like uh, when you would have had like Batman or Batman Returns, and then you have Batman and Robin like directly after. Does that make sense? Why? I mean, that's like that feels like whiplash to me, but also Batman and Robin just at, on its own, like that film was bonkers. And I like the further away I am from it, I'm like, I kind of love. Yeah, I mean, how I would cheesy need, everything is. Yeah, I would have to give that movie a rewatch. But like as a kid that was coming off of like the Burton films and then Batman Forever, even though like Batman Forever has its problems as a kid, I fucking love that movie. And let's be honest, yeah. uh, Seals from the Kiss from a Rose fucking slaps. No, that but, oh, yeah, uh, no, that's that song single handedly yeah, redeems the movie yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that song fucking slaps those uh those, those McDonald's glass mugs. Also, the shit. So, um, yeah, those glass mugs. I had fights with my sister over fucking that, <laughs> taking my glass mugs. Hell yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So not fighting your sister. The mugs are good. No, I fought my sister. Yes, I physically. <laughs> well, I mean, Paula, you're, you're fighting everyone's children, so it's it. Yeah, <laughs> it makes sense. You're gonna fight your. I uh, fight my own blood. Well. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. fine. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that movie just being like over the top camp, like a um, a Adam West Batman. Yes, uh, is a little too like at least for like little kid me. I think was a little too much. Uh, especially when you're going to, you're going to include, uh, characters like Mr. Freeze and Bane and Poison Ivy that have interesting and like complex backstories and you make them all a bunch of like one note puns. Um, you know, yeah, Bane, Bane's super fucking interesting. And I, you can, you can sum up him in one, you know, one hyphenated word monkey work. Like the he guy was... doesn't even get full sentences in that movie. No, no. He just wants to fight people and he's yellow for some reason. They don't even let him say the pit. No. Nah. Oh, that joke's a newer <laughs> joke, so. Well, that, okay, so I feel like that's kind of where our superhero, like, super comic book movies are moving towards. The idea of this, this kind of, um, they're more comedies than they are, like, serious action movies. I, aside from, like, Batman, the Batman. Yeah, the Batman like, was very serious. But, like, you the know, Marvel stuff, though, you can't, like, uh, I don't know. If you try to make it 100% serious, though, it's it's going to get silly. Well, I mean, Captain America 2 was very serious. Yeah, Captain, Captain America, America 1 was 2, serious. Yeah. Captain America, well, okay, you got to remember, Captain America 1 and 2 take place at an earlier time in comic book movies, which is a really weird thing in and of itself to kind of talk talk about, because... The very genesis of comic book movies, like, to like Iron Man, was the cookie cutter mold. It still is you, technically. You, it still technically yeah, is. Absolutely. But now we're getting these attempts at things that are different. Um, Love and Thunder is supposed to be a romantic comedy. Oh, it's not. <laughs> supposed love to is be, in. The, love is in there. Yeah. Ex exactly. It's not supposed to be your traditional superhero movie. It's supposed to be a romantic comedy with a superhero backdrop. Yeah, I mean, I hope question, it's interesting. 
Yeah, my my question's going to be is 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 this movie getting or is Love and Thunder getting bad reviews because of the same reason that um Oh man, what was that Guillermo del Toro movie? Um uh Pacific Rim. Nemo? No, neither of those. It, it was it, it was actually like a gothic romance movie, but the the trailer would have you believe it's like a fucking horror movie. Oh, oh um, I saw that movie water? too. No, is, is it like Red Something? Something yes, red? red Something with um Tom Hiddleston was in it. Was he? Or is it Crimson? Crimson? Crimson something. Uh, um, hold on. Oh, no, I gotta. Look I thought it. I had something to do with Red, but oh, oh. no, no, you're right. It, it it might be Crimson something. It's like Crimson, not Crimson Castle. Uh. Oh, this is Crimson Peak. Not... Yeah. 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 Is yeah, it yeah. Crimson Peak? Crimson Peak, yeah. Ah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Cool. So that movie initially got bad reviews because people went, like, the reviewers went into it thinking it's a straight up horror movie. And it's not. It's a gothic romance movie that just happens to have horror elements. Can I tell you something? Sure. I actually really enjoy I've only watched it once, but having watched it once, I enjoyed it. I hear it's good. I hear it's, it's not a movie. Stylish, it's, yeah. it's not a movie I would probably rewatch. Like I wouldn't go out of my way to rewatch. It's on Netflix, by the way. If you guys decide, if you haven't watched it, okay. Um, but like remembering that movie was really slick, really well done. So like, I I'm going into Thor: Love and Thunder just expecting a Taika joint, regardless of what it's going to be. I hope it is because Taika at his worst is definitely, in my opinion, better than a lot of better other directors. Most. Yeah, yeah. I mean, have you guys seen, um, obviously you've seen what we do in the shadows. Yeah. Uh, I haven't watched the, um, the other movie you recommended. Hunt for the I, wilder people. Yeah, you got to see it. People. I, I keep, te- I keep, I, I have to watch that. Sam, Neil, Sam Neill's in it. And what's her face? The, oh, this, the second in command, the second in command from the grandmaster. Uh, you know what's the, funny? That makes sense. That's well. why Sam Neill's in this, in, in, in Thor Ragnarok. I think he just likes working with Taika Waititi. Like I, that, that makes sense. New Zealand, yeah. Did you hear? Did you hear? Okay, no. Did you hear this one? This is like, this is funny. Uh, apparently, Taika, after having worked with Natalie Portman on Love and Thunder, I heard mm-hmm. this. Asked asked Natalie Portman if she wanted to be in a Star Wars movie, and she goes, <laughs> "I've been in a Star Wars movie," and he just goes, well, "Fuck those movies." <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Holy That's shit. Fun. I mean, maybe they could bring back the Padme Resurrection arc from the Vader comics. Who knows? Make it happen. He's listening, on, the pl- it. on the plus side. He's moving away from the Skywalker saga. So good. I'm OK with that. I'm very OK with that. I'm very OK with that. If I'm honest with you, I need new weird characters. I need new weird stuff. This is why this is why like, I'm reading the reviews that people are putting out for Love and Thunder and like. You're getting the two sides of the coin. The people who are going in expecting a superhero movie and then getting a romantic comedy, they're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> now, some of the complaints I have heard are valid. So they're saying that some of the characters have been sidelined, like some of the side characters that were big in the first Thor Ragnarok movie are a little sidelined in this and you don't get as much screen time with them. Got but it. it's a romantic comedy. That makes sense. Your main characters are obviously going to be the two people, you know, in the romance, which is Thor and his hammer. Yeah, and they're only allowed one plucky best friend per exactly. per, per per person. So, I mean, were they th- were people thinking that the uh, the romantic comedy is him and Jane? <laughs> I don't know. I, I like I said, I haven't watched it yet, but it's definitely him and the hammer. <laughs> I, the, the, that it's definitely Yo. him and the hammer. Like, there's a, there's literally a scene that they released, a, a clip that they released of him. Basically, he's standing there watching Jane with the hammer, and she's just holding the hammer, just kind of twirling it. 
And he's just like, come to daddy. Just, just come back to daddy. Come here. <laughs> come back. Come back. And then just all of a sudden you see Stormbreaker just kind of float in like the third wheel in the situation. It's just like, oh, hey. Damn. Like this apparently is- they, 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 um, oh, what's the word? They anthropomorphize the hammers. This is this is starting to give me horrible flashbacks to uh, like bullshit from like wrestling, like uh, Perry Saturn, or to a lesser extent, uh, uh, Head. Oh, I thought you were going to say Chavo and Pepe, and I was going to be like, A, how dare you? B, how dare you besmirch Perry Saturn and Moppy? <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, you're welcome. He absolutely he made it a point to say in the in Ragnarok, it is. He has a very close and intimate relationship with his hammer, and the loss of the hammer is something that he's still feeling. Yeah. He's going through. He's going through the stages of grief, even yeah. through Endgame, even through 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 Infinity War and Endgame. After he fails with his brand new hammer, like his his new girlfriend's just not enough apparently to save the world, so he gets fat and depressed. And then, like, the whole arc where he's, like, in Endgame where he has to realize that he's still worthy to wield his regular hammer and then seeing uh, Cap wield the hammer. Like, the, 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 the Mjolnir is a character in and of the, in these Thor movies. I don't care what anybody says. He's a character. It, it is a character. Or they are a character in uh, the Taiko movies. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. So, like, it makes fucking sense. I'm here for it. I'm hoping I enjoy this movie tomorrow. I probably will. Great. I'm, I'm hoping Mjolnir is played by a Muppet. That'd be great. Just get like some wire working on there. Like that'd be perfect. <laughs> right. Oh my God, please. So, all right. Did you like the movie though? I guess that's did my I, question. Did I like the movie. Yes. It was all right. All right. Hacker, did you like the movie? Mike, did you enjoy the movie? I did enjoy the movie. And we, I just want to touch on the one scene that I thought that was unlike any other Marvel scene. And it's the coolest scene I've seen in any Marvel movie, really. Uh, is the the flashback with the Valkyries attacking Hela? Oh, um, because yes. you you could paint that like on the side of a van and it would be uh, perfect. Yeah. So I uh, yeah, as that scene was happening, I was like, out just out, out like audibly out loud, just like, oh shit, this is cool. And, and like you were saying, it's it's like I've never seen that in a Marvel movie. It's such it a tonal great. shift, and it's like, give me more of that. It was great. It reminded me so much of like these like like I said like paintings on the side of a van. Uh, they had similar fa- flashbacks like in Alita, so it reminded me of that as well, also with like slow motion kind of stuff. Oh, I still uh, give that a go. With, with them flying in the air, it kind of gave me uh, Flash Gordon vibes. Oh, that that too. Like, it was just, yeah, it was definitely like this like pulpy kind of like imagery, and I was here for it. Like, it looked beautiful to me. I actually really enjoyed, and there's one specific scene that I thought was just, like one of the coolest transitions done is... It, the camera is moving in and it's the scene right after uh, like Grand, like Grandmaster orders Tessa Thompson and Loki to just come to talk to him mm. and order them to get them. And the camera is like it's moving like from below up at them. But then it turns out that the camera is actually on a mirror surface. And they're actually it, the camera had actually been moving coming in from above at them right. but we were looking at the mirrored portion of the floor right right of that i don't know i don't know how to really describe that but i just when i saw that scene i was like this is so freaking cool this just <laughs> looks so so cool 
Hell yeah. But I, I, I was sold. I was sold on the movie just on appearances alone. Just like it felt so colorful, very Jack Kirby inspired. Like all the buildings on Sakaar just looked really cool. Um, I don't know if you saw the um the head of uh and this is more a throwback for Ed, because Ed will know this character. Uh Beta Ray Bill. I know, I know Beta Ray Bill. He's like the you best. Know Beta Thor. Ray Bill? He's did you Thor. see did you see his head as one of the heads on the side of the of the building? That was him? Because I, I, I thought it was like was a, horse. Ray Bill. Was a horse. Yeah, yeah. Ray so Bill. I did say that out loud because like I, I, one of my notes earlier was I'm sad we don't get a horse Thor after uh, Mjolnir was, was destroyed um, because you know Thor gets Thor gets a version of, Stor- of Stormbreaker um, in Infinity War or Endgame, one of the two. Uh, but we never get horse Thor. We, we never get better Ray Bill. Uh. Who, uh, Stormbreaker is his hammer. Um, I do like though that the uh, the the hammer axe combo that Thor gets in the later movies is uh, a nod to the Ultimates. Hell yeah, yeah, is neat. Um, but yes, I did notice that, and like out loud, I was like, "Is that a better Ray Billhead?" And the one my life was like, "What?" And I'm like, "Don't worry about it. it it's Horse Thor." Yeah, Horse Thor. It, it, that is Horse Thor. He also makes reference to the time that um, Loki turned him into a, a frog. Mm-hmm. I believe he also makes mention of being Frog Thor for a little bit as well. But Frog Thor is so much <laughs> Like, there's Gotta a lot of weird Thor. throwbacks in this movie. I don't know. I I loved Ragnarok. I had no complaints when I watched it. And even though, like, I'm a big fan of the Thor run, the JMS run, which is a lot more serious than like mm. this Thor. So I don't know. Like, I I had no complaints. To me, Thor Ragnarok is probably the best Marvel movie to date, still to this day. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I can get behind that. <laughs> I mean, it's the most different, and that that's something that, that I liked about it. I think, though, with uh, taking a little while to get around to watching it, I think the the hype of the movie kind of died down. So I got to watch this with just like no expectation, fresh eyes. Um, and I don't want to say that there's a pacing problem, but like the way that this movie ends is just very abrupt, in my opinion. Mm. Yeah. I feel like a lot of superhero movies have that issue. It's like, well, how do we how do we end this? How, yeah. Like, so uh, like <laughs> all the heroes just look at each other and just go, uh, we're going to go do the thing from the beginning of the movie. And they immediately just they do the thing. And we're done. And I was like, oh. Oh, that's all. Oh. Well, that just means that you wanted more. Which, I mean, we got a lot, but I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing. Like, obviously, if you want more, there's there's more. Fair. I don't know. That's the way I see it. But all in all, I I am glad that you guys finally watched this movie. I've been dying for you to freaking watch it. You know, I I'm sorry that I have obsessed over it as much as I have because I get so hyped with this movie. I just enjoy everything about it. Like even the oh, scene sorry. that you, you complain about, I was like, I love that. It's <laughs> fucking great. It's fantastic. So hey, um, the movie was a lot of fun. So n- nothing to be sorry about. I'm glad I watched it. It was a good time. Excellent. All right, guys. So I think on that note, we'll call it a night, guys. Good night. Good night. Good night. All of the music that you have heard is the song Dance Rock off the album Descent of the Goober Monster by Jesse Spillane. It is licensed under Attribution 4.0 International CC by 4.0 license off freemusicarchive.org. If you have a question, a topic you would like us to cover, or simply wish to tell us all of the facts that we have screwed up, feel free to email us at laymansguidetothemultiverse at gmail.com. Also, feel free to visit us at our website at laymansguidetothemultiverse.com. <laughs>